Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. And we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. Hi guys, I'm super excited about this episode. Ashley's not sure. I think I'm excited, but this is kind of how I felt about all sleepovers too as a kid. We've got a great show for you today, guys. It's our sleepover episode. Yay! So I wasn't really allowed to have a lot of sleepovers as a kid, um, which is maybe why I'm so excited about hosting this sleepover. See, I wasn't either, and my response is, eh. I didn't particularly like going to one, but I really wanted to be invited and make the choice whether I wanted to go or not. I feel like maybe the fact that my parents were very overprotective and I wasn't allowed to go to sleepovers until very late in life, Mm -hmm. that might be why I'm so weird when I go to people's houses. Like, I'm always uncomfortable at people's houses. So your mom made you socially awkward? I mean, she made me lots of things. I doubt socially awkward is one of them. Soledad, what did you do? (laughs) But I wasn't allowed to have them that much. And it's so funny because I hate... Wait, so you were allowed to go to them but not have them? Yes. Why? That's so weird. Because my grandfather was an alcoholic and I grew up in a house with alcoholics so it's Mm. uncomfortable to have other people's children come to a house full of alcoholics. I would agree with you. That was a good call by Linda. Yeah. I only had one. It was like my ninth birthday party. It was a big deal. And my uncle who's only, who's the same age as Lee so just a little bit older, 10 years older uh, he DJed the party. It was a big deal and I planned the hell out of it. It was a murder mystery theme sleepover party. God, that makes so much sense. I made these kids do so much. I was like, you need three costumes to come to this party. (laughs) I was like, first it's the murder mystery party. Then there's a sleepover where you have to dress as your favorite musical person and do a karaoke act. Oh my god. Now, I need you all to know that as an adult, I hate throwing parties. I think that this was my one time to shine and I just shot my load on that one party. Yeah, I think you went too too big with it and you were just like, Jesus, is this what's involved in throwing a party? I'm not doing this shit. I even remember the gifts that I got from my friends at party. I got a caboodle. I got a fancy brush. I got a t-shirt that was puffy painted with my name on it. Cool. Obviously, this day meant a lot to me, which is why I'm so excited about hosting this virtual sleepover party. This is so much more backstory than I got when we were planning all this. I love it. I was saving it for the fans. Oh my God. So today we've got all kinds of like fun sleepovery stuff. We've got some games. We've got some hot goss. I've got some peer-reviewed journal articles. That's what every sleepover needs. Something happens when we record where I just feel suddenly drunk or like high. I am not under the influence of a damn thing this time. Antibiotics. Antibiotics. Yeah, that's probably what it is. You know what? You're drunk in love with me. That's why. That's probably true. Just like Jay-Z and Beyonce. Beyonce. Guys, it's a great show. Stay tuned, because up next, (laughs) the tits of the shits. So what do we have for tits and shits this week? Should I go first? Go first, baby. Baby girl. Well, my tits are, my husband and I got busy two mornings in a row. Get it. Ashley is basically doing her own research on quarantine sex for us. Yeah, well, not really. You know what it is? It's just anyone that's been listening for a while knows that's a lot for us. I think it's a lot for anyone who has kids and is not 20 anymore. Honestly, even before the kids, it was a lot. Yeah. Life happens. And also, like, I'm more of a night person and Matt's more of a morning person person. That's the same as Lee. I'm a night person and Lee's a morning person. I think that might be every man and woman. I don't know. I I honestly couldn't tell you. I thought maybe it was an older man thing. No. Because of like the juice. I mean, Matt's 36. He's not a spring chicken. The juice in the (laughs) tube. The ju- that's a Jew thing? Is that what you're trying no, to say? No, the juice in the tube to get it up. Oh, oh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe in the morning they're just... Morning wood. It's just natural. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Doctors, reach out to us. Is <laughs> it the juice in the tube? But it was great. And then I got a UTI, so that's my shits. And... <laughs> I like how you're really keeping it minimal and keeping your tits and your shits the same thing, really. The problem with the tits and the shits every week when we record it is it's always the freshest thing, right? My tits should be like, my mom's fully recovered from coronavirus. Well, that was last week's. Was it? Yeah. Okay, so I covered it. That's good. Yeah, you're good. But yeah, it's always like the freshest thing. So that was the freshest thing. It was like, ooh, we got busy twice and then I got a UTI and I yesterday was so scared that I actually had a kidney infection that I went to a doctor 
in this time, which was frightening. Peed in a cup and they gave me some antibiotics and I'm feeling better. I know. Isn't it magic? Antibiotics are magic. What's your tits and shits this week? Well, going on the current theme, my tits are that Luna's at my mom's house. We'll get to the shits part. She's fully involved with the shits Mm, part. mm -hmm. But the tits part is Luna is at Linda's house for two nights and Lee and I are going to have a date. So after we record this podcast, we're going to go for a jog and then... Ew, this is already starting out as the worst date ever. Listen, you're the one that started jogging. I'm just trying to take it three times. Still, it's a lot for you. And I didn't do it on a date. And then we're going to pick up food from our favorite restaurant in my hometown that has not been open and they just are reopening for a couple of days. And then maybe I will try to get a UTI. That's great. Yeah. Don't get the UTI because that sucks. No, we might try to get jiggy with it. So good. Good for you. Why don't you make another baby? Quarantine baby. That's what his sister keeps saying. I'm like, would everyone stop with that, please? I know. If you all knew how I was pregnant, none of you would want me to have another baby. I don't particularly want you to have another baby. I was just like doing what you're supposed to do. Even my mother, who has been obsessed with me having children for as long as I can remember and wanted more than one grandchild is like, you should definitely not get pregnant again. (laughs) Between all the bitching and moaning I did while I was pregnant, I hated being pregnant. And then how I almost died in childbirth. My mom's like, you know what? I think we're good. And Linda's saying that, if any of you know Linda, that's a lot. She really (laughs) is like, you know what? You're just not a pregnancy kind of person or a having a baby kind of person. Or pleasant. Right. (laughs) I think we're good. We're good. Thanks. (laughs) Once enough. My shits are Luna is evidently a teenager because yesterday she refused used to eat. She's had two days of like not really eating all the 47 meals I've cooked for her in one day to try to get her to eat. She's throwing them at me. She's throwing them all over this house that is not ours. On the white sofas. Yes. She kicked her chair back and like almost died hitting her head. Then when I let her out, she got on her motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) her big wheel, rode down the hallway, learned how to open up a closed door, which she had not been able to do before, slammed it like a teenager, and then locked the lock and was locked inside a room that, once again, I will say, has not been childproofed in any way, (laughs) shape, or form, is not mine, has things that are silk. Luna is a little teenage bitch. My mom hates when I call her a bitch, but she really is. I think both Sebi and Luna are generally like very good kids. Yes. But when they're not, they are not. Let me tell you this little ditty. Yeah. Matt put Sebastian down for a nap before all of this. And Sebastian was throwing a fucking fit about going to take a nap. And Matt could not get control over him. And I heard Matt say, if you don't stop, mommy's going to come upstairs and be so upset. And I was just like, that fucking guy making me the bad guy instead of saying, I'm going to get upset with you. Mommy's going to get upset with you. Well, that's like, I showed Lee one of Luna's tricks, as I like to call them. And I said, Luna, what do babies say? And she's like, wah, 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 wah. You know, what does blah, blah, blah say? And then I said, what do mommy say? And she was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> the other day, Miss Sebastian was doing people's faces. He's very into showing what face people make. So we were naming different things like grandma, tricks, you know, this, that, the other. And everyone was happy. And we said, mommy. And he did a grumpy face. <laughs> Like a mad face. I was like, you little shit turd. Well, good news is he's not a psychopath because psychopaths can't model emotions and faces. Oh, no. He's great at modeling. So good news is he's not a psychopath, just in case you were wondering. I wasn't. There are many things I wonder about him. Being a psychopath, not one of them, thankfully. Okay, guys. Before we go into the next segment, I'm going to take a Dorito break. This is- I already had some string cheese. Should I open some Doritos? Get this, ASMR people. This is a bag. And this is Doritos. I like how you said ASMR people, like there are so many of them out there. And they obviously listen to our podcast. Oh, I've got yellow Cool Ranch Dorito dust on the mic. <laughs> you gotta lick it. What's first on our agenda, sleepover captain? First, I want to briefly talk about a New York Times article because it's ridiculous. And I want to segue into this sleepover. So the New York Times article is entitled, Kits for Kids Sleepovers, Parents Ambient Not Included. And it talks about how sleepovers these days are very, very very different. This woman in Los Angeles who's a makeup artist, when her kid asked for a sleepover, she looked on Instagram and Pinterest for some
slumber party photos and it was kind of overwhelming. And then she saw that there was a company that did these like wonder tent parties, which provides a professional sleepover experience, which first of all, a professional sleepover experience makes me laugh. What is that even? But you said it's LA. LA is the land where that would be acceptable. But they have other companies like this all over the world. So anyway, she was saying that in her day in the 80s, which is what I'm modeling this whole episode on, sleepovers for her were prank telephone calls, games of truth or dare, sleeping bags tossed precariously on the floor, blockbuster videos, and pizza delivery, right? And she said that these days, and this makes me so scared for being a parent of a girl, instead of mismatched sleeping bags cluttering a living room, the company suggests renting individual pastel-colored tents stuffed with tiny mattresses, pillows, and blankets starting at $90 a piece. The tents are dotted with fairy lights, balloons, lanterns, and every child gets his or own special space. Listen, it gets worse. It gets worse. This other one, I'm like, what the actual fuck? She's like, I want to create the most wonderful sleepover experience. That's her voice. This picture, it's like fucking pup tents, mattresses. This kid is sleeping more comfortable than I am. Each has a stuffed animal, a little backpack with personalized stuff in it, sleep masks with their name on it. $175 for two children. They get personalized eye masks, matching PJs, fairy lights, and uh, party favors. I kind of feel like I should just start planning sleepovers for people because that sounds like I'd be great at it. I do think you'd be great at it. It's just highway robbery. As a Virgo, you would be very good at this. Yes. If I had unlimited funds, I would absolutely buy the stuff for that. Like be able to do it over and over again. You know, like a couple of tents and stuff like that. But that's a bit much. What is this sprawling estate that fits all of these little things? Like, is it Kylie Jenner's house? (laughs) It's the only way this makes any sense. I mean, listen, I think that you could DIY an adorable totally sleepover party with this kind of theme. You just get like one big tent. You can personalize stuff, whatever. Like you're crafty. Do kids want to sleep in their own tent? Because as an adult, I'm kind of scared to sleep in my own tent, to be (laughs) honest. I don't know. But I read this article and I was like, I'm sorry. I think even if I had all the money in the world, I wouldn't do it. No, I would do it myself. I wouldn't hire these people. And I would be able to do it for a lot cheaper. Right. Where I would like bedazzle the sleeping mask myself. Right. Funsies. Drunk. Late at night. That's what we like to do. We like to craft. You know I look for any experience to craft. So... What I wanted from this episode was the 80s sleepover. I don't want some bougie-ass tents. I want to crank call some bitches. I want to play truth or dare quarantine style. I want to ask a question. Go ahead. When you say 80s, and I'm not trying to be... Okay, I'm so old, cunty. all right? No, 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 I don't mean it like that. That's why I like prefaced it with I'm not trying to be cunty. Can a 90s sleepover count? I was having sleepovers in the late 90s. Like, we were watching Titanic on VHS at my sleepovers. I mean, God bless. I went to Blockbuster Video and got Ferris Bueller's Day Off. No lie. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I believe you. I had to request it because it was often out. I had to put a hold on it for my birthday party. Do you remember the days of having to go to the video store and putting a hold on a video? I mean, I loved the video store. Oh my God, I did too. I would go all the time and I have a very distinct memory of walking past the Hellraiser VHS and like I couldn't look at it because it would give me nightmares the whole night. It would scare me so much. Same with Chucky. I loved all the horror movies. I just have to say, this shows you the difference between 80s and 90s sleepovers because when I was trying to pitch this idea to Ashley, I was like, yeah, and I'll free my underwear my granny panties and she goes why yeah I don't know what that is you know there's certain things that you ask people it's a dead giveaway for what age they are yes I guess we found a new one one is like <laughs> do you know what cassette tapes are like whatever this new one is did you get your underwear freezed at a sleepover party but also maybe other people my age would know I don't know that I should be the spokesperson I don't think I'm you were I'm, a shut-in so that I'd made you a shut-in I mean I'm still a shut-in I'm gonna say that's why quarantine life suits you it does <laughs> Except for the fact I can't bring myself to do any work. But I will tell you this. I would love when quarantine is over and I can muster up like being a go-getter again, which mm-hmm. has not been my MO for these two months in quarantine. I would love to have a mom trash sleepover party, even if we don't actually do the sleepover, but like a party where we all wear cute jammies. And First of all, let me explain to you, just to go back for a second. Freezing the panties was whoever fell asleep first got their panties frozen while they were sleeping. And then they had no panties to wear in the morning because you froze them. That's just mean. How did they get their panties back? You had to take the block of ice home with you. Oh, seriously? Yeah. And what about the person whose sleepover it was their dad? They just found like child panties in their freezer? <laughs> yes. That's so weird. It was the 80s. 
ladies. We didn't ask questions. A lot of so weird what? things happened with dads, I'm sure. Oh, my God. Where would a mom garage sleepover be? A liquor store? <laughs> Probably. Probably. Or like a motel. Like a clean motel. Target. Oh, my God. Target. But I've always wanted to see if. You could get stuck in Target? Yes. But I also feel like that might end in us going to jail. And I don't think that's the thing I want to go to jail for, you know? <laughs> that's like the Karenist Karen thing to go to jail for. It's so sad. We go to Target towards the end of the day, but we're packed with like protein bars and water in our outfits. And then we like hide in the bathroom or something. This is what I've always thought. You hide in the bathroom or you have to do like a Walmart and then you can hide in like a tent, you know, like if they have (laughs) a tent display up or something. But I think they probably check the bathroom. And they also have cameras. Yeah, but the cameras, they're not watching that shit all the time. Oh, you mean overnight? Yeah. And there's probably a cleaning crew. Well, well, I think if we like get into a big box <laughs> <laughs> and on a shelf. This is such a sleepover conversation. I'm so happy about it. I just want to run amok, you know? Like I know, I me want, too. Like we get a bunch of chairs and we make like a little. Yeah, we make like a, like a nice little setup. We'll probably have to buy everything we use. For sure. Terrible. I know. Maybe do some crafting out of the dollar spot. Yes. <laughs> You know, eat a whole bunch of Doritos. Go to Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, but you'd have to make your own Frappuccino. But I'd eat, to, I'd eat the shit out of some cake pops. That's right. And some sous vide egg bites. That sounds really fun. We could use all the nail polish. We could do full makeovers. We could do sheet masks. <laughs> Scented candles. We could grill. We could barbecue grill. Especially if it's a Target that has the food. They all have some kind of food. Yeah, mm, good. So we'd take some steaks from the food and open a grill. We have to go in the summer when they're setting up for 4th of July and outdoor stuff. Or a George Foreman. Yes. This is good. God, this is great. Okay, so what are your top sleepover movies? Like what I would want to watch in a sleepover now or when I was younger? Just all time. Because we're going to talk about adult sleepovers in a second because I pulled some great articles about junk food alcohol pairings. Oh, yeah. I really sure. want to talk um, about that. I mean, just get drunk enough and it all pairs well. Well, I'm going to go with what I used to love at sleepovers when I was younger, which okay. was Titanic. Yeah. I saw Titanic on a date in college. Wow. <laughs> I saw it four times in the theater. I'm old. with. I saw it four times in the theater, pretty much all with my best friend at the time, Kate. At one time, I remember her nanny took us. And took us to, like, a Target beforehand to buy all our candy. And we just, like, snuck in so much candy. And then as I got older, I started to sneak in things like Chinese food. (laughs) One time time my friend Mallory and I went to see the live-action Beauty and the Beast at the Union Square movie theater. And we brought a whole Mexican feast with us. (laughs) Like, nachos and quesadillas and shit. Anyway. That's hysterical. I, like fully bring in food with me to uh, not with my husband because he would literally lose his mind I think yeah so Titanic I remember with Kate my best friend at the time she and I would watch MTV all the time like that was the thing we watched Mm -hmm. at that point was it was oh and it was always like spring break or real world yeah real world was always on there was always like a VMAs or the MTV Movie Awards or something. And that was the kind of shit we were always gearing up for. Like Dawson's Creek would be on. Um, but movies would be Titanic, maybe like Babysitter's Club. Mm-hmm. I like that movie. I'd still watch it. We also watched Disney Channel till we were way older than we should have. Disney Channel wasn't even around when I was a kid. Oh my God. Like, oh, I love Disney Channel. Shows like Bug Juice. I don't even know that. Lizzie McGuire. Man. My sleepovers were Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Ghostbusters, although that was kind of scary. Uh, Ghostbusters is so good. Adventures in Babysitting. That's so good. Uh, don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. On HBO forever until eternity. So good. Clueless was a big one for Clueless. us. Clueless. Oh, and Clue the movie, because there was a bunch of different endings from Blockbuster that you oh. could get. I didn't know that. Jawbreaker. Oh, April Fool's Day, the horror movie, which is not actually that scary, but... Wait, isn't that a new movie? They probably did a remake of it, but April Fool's Day, the original, is an 80s horror movie. It plays on the stereotype of 80s horror movies, like there's just a bunch of girls running around in bikinis, and the first one that like has sex with a boyfriend dies, like that kind of thing. Of course. Scream was a big one I was going to say Scream, yeah. Scream. Uh, Romeo and Juliet, when my mom finally let me watch it, I wasn't allowed to see it when it first came out because she didn't want me to have false ideas of love in my head. (laughs) 
I'm shaking my head so hard. So you guys can't see it. There were certain movies my mom had like weird, irrational prejudices against. Romeo and Juliet was one of them because, you know, they die. Spoiler alert. They kill themselves. <laughs> Hocus Pocus, when that oh came my God, out, my that mom like. That's the best movie. I know. My mom wouldn't let me see it. Oh, God. I love Hocus Pocus. I was really little. I was under 10. But she was like, no, we're not going to go see it. It's scary. And I said, it's a Disney movie. How scary can it be? And she was like, Disney makes scary movies sometimes. But now it's one of my favorites. Basically, Disney's moniker is your parents or your mom dies. Now what? Right. So (laughs) kind of scary. But that didn't happen in Hocus Pocus. I know. What is the movie? I love it. I forget it every time. Uh, Practical Magic. Oh, Practical Magic is so good. I made Matt watch that maybe a year ago. He'd never even heard of it. And then what's the other movie that's also about witches, but it's like 90s witches? The Craft. The Craft. That'd be a good sleepover movie. We have a list of IMDb top sleepover movies, but we'll just post the link because I don't want to go through all of it and I don't agree with half of it, but we can post the link. I do want to say this. I can't believe their first and second pick, which is number one for sleepover movie is Jawbreaker and number two is Sugar and Spice. Now, let me say, I am very familiar with both movies. Neither one has stood the test of time or was that good at the time. No, but I love Jawbreaker because I love Rose McGowan. Why? She dated Al Pacino for a very short second when I worked for Al Pacino. What do you mean you worked for Al Pacino? I worked for Al Pacino. As what? His fluffer? I wish. I love Al Pacino. Ew. He, you don't have daddy issues. He is on the verge of death. I saw him on the street like five years ago and he looked like he was going to die. I was living in LA and he was shooting a movie and he actually doesn't have an LA house. He rents houses and he rented a house from someone that I had been working for and he was like, I need a house assistant. My friend Carrie, do you want her to come work for you while you're staying at the house? And so I worked for him for a little while. He was a really nice guy. He's extremely shy. But yeah, that was a weird job I had. Huh. Anyway, Dorito break. All right. What's up next? Should we, should we talk about alcohol and candy pairing? Should we crank calls? Should we do hot goss? You're leading this party. You choose. I found an amazing article by your friends and mine, the peer-reviewed <laughs> journal, BuzzFeed. That is our <laughs> version of a peer-reviewed journal, isn't it? It is. It's my. It's like, let's reach out to them. BuzzFeed, do the right thing. Reach out to us. Make us contributors. Anyway, they talk about getting like onesies, which I'm down for. Making a huge thing of alcohol ahead of time in like a iced tea, sun tea jar. That is a very good idea. Yes. So you're not just constantly making cocktails. Yes. Then they talk about the complete guide to pairing candy with wine, booze, and beer. Mm. Now, I'm not a candy person. I'm more of just a junk food person. But I feel like this is the kind of content that our listeners want to hear. Yeah, I agree. Smarties. Pairs well with a muscat. Wow, that's very sugary. A sour beer or vodka. I can see it working well with a sour beer. I can see it working well with a vodka. Yeah. You know what I would do? I would take a bottle of vodka, put Smarties in the bottom of it. That's what people do with Skittles. Let it infuse. Yeah. Now, all of these things sound like a crazy hangover and some vomiting. But anyway, let's continue. Reese's. This is what I'm here Mm. for. Because Reese's is the only candy that I like. Cabernet Sauvignon. That sounds fucking delicious. Yeah, that sounds good. Chocolate Stout. Yeah. Also good. Rye whiskey. I think it might be too much with the chocolate stout. I don't know. I'm going to get some Reese's and some Cabernet Sauvignon and do it tonight. You know, I don't know a lot in the world, but I do know about how alcohol flavor pairs with pretty much any other flavor. And? I mean, I could see it working, but it sounds like you'd be very thirsty. A Reese's would actually go really nice with like a nice Pinot Grige or something. Mm, I don't see that. Here's my <laughs> personal favorite, just because it's ridiculous. Tootsie Rolls with boxed wine. <laughs> I mean... Yes. Light beer and Jack Daniels. Yes, because it's all just lowbrow. And I'm game for all of it. This one sounds delicious. Skittles with a Riesling. That sounds great. That sounds really good. Or Skittles with a r- light rum. See, I don't really love any of those things. I don't love Skittles. I don't love a I Riesling. I don't like Skittles either, but I think that sounds good. Ooh. Now, Ashley, you're a fan of tequila, and it says you should eat Sour Patch Kids with it. I don't love Sour Patch Kids. I'm a chocolate person. I like a Reese's. I like a Kit Kat. Okay, Kit Kat you're supposed to pair with Merlot. I think that sounds beautiful. And then a bourbon. Mm. Bourbon and a Kit Kat sounds delicious. Basically any chocolate with a good red wine or like a dark liquor sounds pretty good. Yeah, I think we should try that and get back to you guys. Anyway, that's all we have to say about that. M&M's are Sebastian's newest favorite. He calls them M&M's. And what would you pair with that? M&M's? It says here Shiraz. Okay, well give Sebastian a little Shiraz. Yeah, or a porter or cognac. Sebastian tries to drink my wine all the time now and I 
I'm a little concerned. Dyfus, if you're listening, like Dyfus is just one mother. Yeah, Mrs. Dyfus. If you're listening, we're not actually giving alcohol to our children. No, Don't worry. No. But I do give him candy to my own dismay. So question, Ash. Mm. Now you said you only went to a few sleepovers. Do you have any good sleepover stories, either adult or child? I honestly don't. Like all I remember about sleepovers is just like crying. No, I didn't cry. <laughs> well, you cry a lot as an adult. I do cry. A- I probably cried a ton as a child, but I, was- I hope I wasn't crying at sleepovers. No one wants to hang out with that kid. You know what? I probably was. Yeah, that's why you weren't invited to any more sleepovers. Probably. No, I was invited to sleepovers. My mom just wouldn't let me go to sleepovers of parents that she didn't know. You know what the worst was? Can I interrupt you for a second? Yes. So you'd be invited to like a roller skating birthday party. Yeah. And then like Ashley or Rachel. It was always an Ashley, wasn't it? Would skate up to you and be like, I can't wait to see you tonight at the sleepover. And you'd be like, I wasn't invited to the sleepover oh. part. Oh, no. Because oftentimes there'd be like a double birthday thing. They'd have like the group party and then after was a sleepover. And that happened a couple times to me where Ashley would skate over and be like, and I bet you Ashley fully knew I was not invited to the sleepover when she skated over while I was trying to skate with Joe Scullion, the love of my life, who is a head police officer in the town that I'm staying in right now. I'm trying to skate with Joe Scullion, get my romantic skate on. And Ashley skates up and is like, are you going to be at the sleepover party? And then I have to save face in front of Joe Scullion, who I want to think I'm cool because I want him to date me. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I'll see you at the sleepover. And then like, I skate away and call my mom with a dime because calls cost to die when I was a kid and I call my mom for the payphone. I'm like I wasn't invited to the sleepover oh my god that triggered a memory actually of a sleepover for me in 7th grade hashtag triggered yeah you know what I would never want to have to do again be a preteen girl because being a preteen girl was worse than being a teenage girl in my opinion because preteens are fucking cunts mm-hmm. I am not editing that word because they are and you know what and now they have social media so oh. they can be cunts in front of other people. And I'm not putting the blame on other people. I'm sure I was also. I'm sure we all were. But I remember Kate, my best friend at the time, Kate. I always thought we were best friends. Now as an adult, I realized we were frenemies all those years. Oh, yeah. We Mm -hmm. were never truly... Okay. There was like a clique of girls. And I always felt like I was never really welcomed in this clique of girls. Around like seventh grade... Eighth grade, I started to be friends with these two girls that were more outcasts because I felt more like an outcast. I felt like these other girls didn't really want me to be a part of their group. And then I started to be a bitch to those other girls as a defense mechanism. Before all that, Eliza was having a birthday party. And according to Kate, after the party, she made Eliza invite me to this birthday party sleepover. And I had no idea all these years or all that time I was there. And when I found out... Ash is like, I just found out yesterday. (laughs) I know. When I found out, I was so heartbroken. I was like so, so upset about it. It was like this big party where like we got in, I think, I don't remember if we were in a limo. We were in some kind of car. We went into a car into the city. First, we went shopping at Urban Outfitters. And I remember we all bought those bulldog jersey shorts. Do you remember those? No, because I'm old. Oh, those, there were these jersey shorts, you know, like basketball material, but short. And they had a bulldog on them and then you would fold over the Britney Spears style yes exactly but we all bought those and then we all went to Fashion Cafe which was a thing it was basically the model version of Planet Hollywood so it was like Christy Turlington and Naomi Campbell and like I don't know who else opened their version of a Planet Hollywood and in the middle of this restaurant there was a runway and I had (laughs) pictures of us all walking up and down the runway in the middle of a fucking restaurant (laughs) with our like chunky Steve Madden shoes yeah, the slinky. You're like, I just had pot stickers. I'm going to walk down a runway. My slinky, it's going to make this sound. Thwap, thwap, yeah. thwap, thwap. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. After you have the nachos and you're holding in a fart. <laughs> then we all went back to Hoboken, slept at Eliza's house. And I remember liking this guy, Joe, and being like, let's take pictures for Joe. And we all were taking pictures for boys. And I had so much fun. And then Kate told me that the only reason I went was because she made Eliza invite me. Kate, you ruined it. It's because she's a friend to me and she wanted you to know she did that she was responsible for that and that no one really likes yes. you they only like her and I remember having fights with her throughout the years being like are we even really friends and she probably felt that way about me too what a weird world I would have invited you to my murder mystery party I would have loved to have been at your murder mystery party think back on those stories this is not sleepover fun talk but like I think <laughs> back on those stories and I wonder like how much of it was me being a bitch and how much of it was other people being a bitch and I know s- the true answer is like some in the middle. You know, Ashley, usually this kind of conversation comes towards the end of the night when certain people have fallen asleep and 
you know, you're a little bit drunk or you're a little bit tired. No, I've had nothing. The real emotional part where the one-on-one conversation This is usually where I start crying, yeah. But typical Ashley, it's happening earlier than it should. (laughs) But I'm not crying and I'm not intoxicated. Well, because you're like, I'm going to be vulnerable now. I'm not going to (laughs) wait. I love that about you. You're like, I know it's only like 8 p.m. and usually vulnerability happens like maybe 11 or 12. I'm always up I'm for- just going to be vulnerable at 7 p.m. You know what? I'm up for owning my shit and having the hard talk early and getting it out of the way so then we can have the real fun shit. Because then if you get all the hard shit out, then when you get drunk, you can do the fun things where you cry and hug and say, oh my God, I love you so much. Let's never fight again. You know? Yeah. I love that about you. <laughs> All right. I already told you about my sleepover. Yes. Your murder mystery. I dressed like Millie and my friend Stacy dressed like Vanilli. And we lip synced to Millie Vanilli, which is ironic now because at the time we didn't know that they were lip syncing. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yes. Anyway, that was the secondary. The first thing was the murder mystery. Then the sleepover was you have to dress as your favorite musical act and do a karaoke. I'm very demanding at sleepover parties. This is the same murder mystery one. Yes, I'm just saying. I have that one. Okay. Let me tell you fun adult sleepover stories. All of these involve my friend Heather D. All of them. Is this the drug smuggler? No, that's a different friend. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, for her bachelorette party, we rented a house in upstate New York. So we went to this place and it was designed wacky, like oversized. Size Brillo pad furniture. Like it was like crazy. The most amount of alcohol you've ever seen in your entire life. The first part of the sleepover, we get so wasted. We're playing board games. We're trying to light a fire. It doesn't work. I learned that you can light a Dorito and it can act as kindling for a fire. Survival skills, guys. So we put a bunch of Doritos, because I've been a fan of Doritos since way back, (laughs) underneath the logs and it helped (laughs) light the fire. This place was in the woods and it had floor to ceiling windows everywhere. Oh, that's so creepy. I hate that. And we were like, oh God, we can't see out, but they can see in. You know, it's creepy. In a typical Carrie fashion, I get drunk and I'm fun. And then it turns quickly. (laughs) I can't. I've never seen that side of you. It goes from being super fun. I'm doing headstands. I'm drawing on my face. So (laughs) I was drunk this first night. I got drunk on Sangre. They all were heavier hitters than I was at that time. In the middle of playing a board game, I'd wrapped myself in a blanket and fell asleep for a little while in the middle of the board game. I woke up (laughs) and they were cracking up and I had no idea why they were cracking up. Well, I go to look in the mirror. They had drawn all over my face like a swirly mustache. They had taken pictures and posted them on Instagram of me asleep with hot dogs shoved in my mouth. (laughs) I was asleep. They were just shoving hot dogs in my mouth with the swirly mustache and I was wrapped up in a blanket asleep on a board game. <laughs> then I was like, guys, guys, stop making fun of me. I'm tired. I had to get up early and teach yoga. And then I just stormed away and went to my basement where I was supposed to sleep while they continued the party. I wake up. They got so mad at me that I fell asleep like before the fun, quote unquote, really started. And then they got mad that I got mad that they drew a mustache on my face and I was like, I'm going to sleep. I woke up in the middle of the night and there was a knife next to my face with someone with a mask on. They had pretended to be a robber murderer. Well, don't make it seem like it was just a knife laying on the bed next to you. Somebody was holding it. <laughs> I was I like, woke- oh my God, what if you roll over and poke your eye out? I woke up and I was like, guys, stop it. I'm just tired. <laughs> if I woke up and somebody was standing over me with a knife after I came down from the terror that would ensue, I think I would leave. I would be so pissed off. Evidently before they did it to me, they did it to Sarah, who had also <laughs> fallen asleep early. Not as early as I fell asleep on the board game, but fell asleep early. And she was on the second floor. Sarah's like extra skinny. They did it to her and they chased her down the hallway. (laughs) And then Sarah was in on it when they did it to me because then when she found out it wasn't real, it was funny that they did it to me. That's too much. That was Friday night. It was a real knife. Real knife. It was a kitchen knife. That's too much. You guys lost a couple of years off of your lives because of that. (laughs) Not me. I was just like, you guys, stop it. This is like how a horror movie starts. Oh, it was just a prank. Saturday night, I hung. I hung for a long time. I would too. They scared the shit out of you. It's either you hang or you get threatened with murder. We do all this stuff. We end up finding a stash of hidden gay porn. <laughs> we start like just watching all this like vintage gay porn. I go to the bathroom. I'm like, I got to break the seal. I got to go to the bathroom. This time I'm better. I'm hydrating. I'm eating while I'm doing the thing. I'm, I'm going to hang with the big girls. I'm not going to be like Friday drunk by six falling asleep on a board game kind of girl. I go to the bathroom. I'm peeing with the door open so I can still hear what's happening in the gay porn. And I pee and I go to flush the toilet. And all of a sudden the tub that is next to the toilet, I hear a bubble. Oh no. And I look and the entire tub is filling with vomit and shit. Where's the vomit coming from? I guess some 
ladies vomited the night before. Oh, I thought it was like fill, like coming up the drain. Oh. They have like a septic, and I guess we filled it with vomit and God knows what. A tampon? Who knows? Well, that house is not just fab. That is so gross. So, so they're watching the gay porn. I flush and I go, guys, guys. <laughs> My friend said it was the most vulnerable I ever saw. I was like, hey, hey, guys, guys, <laughs> the tub is filling up with poop. <laughs> To this day, we call it the poop tub incident. So is that what happens? Like a septic tank gets full? So I think somebody had their period. It wasn't me this time. I have been known to flush a tampon and cause a clog. This was not my fault this time. Who does that? Well, I didn't know that it was a thing for a long time. Guys. Anyway, this time, this was not my fault. I did not put a tampon down. (laughs) Now, I may have vomited. I feel like a lot of people vomited that weekend, and I definitely took shits, but the tub started filling up very fast with poop and vomit. It was the poop tub incident. Did it overflow? We took care of it, but I was like, God. How do you take care of that? What do you do? You plunge it, and then we had to, like, clean it. (gasps) Guys, poop tub. Poop tub. Ooh. Oh, my God. So That's funny. almost as bad as my turd on the Nashville bar <laughs> story. <laughs> I I just really, I can't stand behind this knife-pulling story. Listen, you don't know Heather Day. I think that would have ended my friendship with somebody. You South Jersey chicks, I can't hang. <laughs> it's too much. And I thought I was a bad bitch, but I could not with you South Jersey bitches. All right, guys. I think it's time for what we've all been waiting for. Crank calls. You ready, Ash? I'm ready. Okay, I have to. All right, so they won't be able to hear me. No, but they'll hear me. I'm calling from a phone where the person doesn't know the number. I'm going to use an accent. Okay, first we're calling my brother. So what do you think the crank should be? I don't know. What if I use a Scottish accent and I ask if he has a bagpipe? Because we're doing an online funeral. No, that's too dark. We're doing, um, (laughs) Michael, I'm calling for some bagpipes. My friend Thomas told me you had some bagpipes. I'm officiating a wedding via Zoom, and I need some bagpipes. Does he actually, why don't you do about aliens? All right, let's do aliens. Okay, let's go. Let's do this. Should I leave a message? If not, <laughs> no, no, no. Hi, this is Mike. God damn it. Or my sister. What should my sisters be? Um, Something about working out. Yeah, just be like, um, ha. I heard that your personal... <laughs> hold, hold it up to the mic. What, is everybody working or something? Hi. Hold on. <laughs> I'm telling you, this day and age, no one picks up their phone from an oh unknown God. phone number. I'm going to try my brother again. I feel like he'll answer. Hello, is this Michael Santaro? This is he. Um, I'm calling because I'm an alien. (laughs) (laughs) I'm wondering if you will do butt things. To you or to me? I'm going to do butt things to you. All right, as long as you can take me off of this planet, I'll be happy. Um, all I have to say is that, um, this planet is definitely not for you. I'm sorry, I couldn't keep it up with improv <laughs> skills. Oh my God, I'm crying. Happy quarantine. Yeah, same to you. Second question, would you allow them to take your sperm and have a half alien, half human baby? Yes, of course. Absolutely. Absolutely, right? Who says no to that? <laughs> okay, <goodbye>. <laughs> Love you, bye. <laughs> Love you, bye. <laughs> Hi, is this Matt? Yeah, that's right. Is Sebastian there with you? I'd like to talk to Sebastian. Sebastian, somebody wants to talk to you. <laughs> Say hi. <laughs> Sebastian, it's Elmo. Hi, I'm Elmo. It's actually really good. Do you like do you like to tickle me, Sebastian? <laughs> I like to be tickled. That's so fucking he's, weird. He's crying. Elmo, you're crying? Sebastian. The Elmo slide. The Elmo slide. Now slide to the front. Slide to the back. Slide to the other side. This is the quietest my child's ever been. Elmo. <laughs> Elmo loves you, Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, take care, Elmo. <laughs> Bye. It's no fun. I'm anxious sweating, even though I know all the people were crank calling. <laughs> uh, all right. <sighs> He was not in the mood to play. No, he never is in the mood to play. That's not his style. Matt's not what we call playful. Okay, so should we hot goss? Shuku shuku that's that.
There's some like fun, weird stuff happening in the world. Firstly, I don't know if everybody caught this, but apparently the Pentagon has released declassified video of UFOs. Who are also calling my brother, evidently. But can you believe that? I like where First of all, I have so many layers to this. There's so many. The first layer is the Pentagon has so many secrets that they're not revealing us. And if the only good that we get from Trump's presidency is learning who really assassinated the Kennedys and also... We know who assassinated the Kennedys. Do we really? Is that a whole conspiracy theory? I feel like there is, yes. Oh. These are things the Pentagon knows that we should know and aliens. So I'm here for that part. I'm not here for the fact that he's releasing that so that his approval rating gets better and so that whatever other devious shit he's doing How would that affect his approval rating? He's here for the people. He's letting the people know what's happening instead of secrets of the government. You know, that was the whole thing is that his people wanted to elect him as president because he was a regular person or whatever. Yeah, he's not. He's an idiot. So in that regard. But it's probably deflecting from something horrible he's doing. For sure. That's a real thing, though. Aliens are real. Of course they are. I don't know if you can call a recurring dream something where the theme keeps happening or if it has to be the same exact dream. But I have had a recurring theme for years about aliens watching me. Maybe it's because they've already implanted something and they are. I mean, maybe. So that's very scary to me. But also, like, I didn't need this video to know aliens existed, right? Right. We know. We knew this. I also love footage because, you know, I'm into this kind of, like, conspiracy theory. Big, Like, I'm into all these ghosts, everything. Do you believe in Bigfoot? I do. I believe Bigfoot exists. I believe the Loch Ness Monster exists. Agreed. Back to the aliens. Matt and I saw this comedian who said, of course, I don't know exactly how he told this story, but in my mind, it went like, this. You know how I know aliens exist? Because Trump started the Space Force. And you know, that guy definitely saw some like classified intelligence that was like, hey, there are aliens. Freak the fuck out. And was like, okay, we need a Space Force. And nothing has ever made more sense to me, Ashley Heron Smith. I don't know if he's hoping like some Independence Day style scenario plays out here where like we all forget about everything else. Because if he had a way to send a message into outer space right now that was like, come, come get us. He probably is doing it. Here's the thing, though. Why do we assume that aliens are bad? It's a good point. What if they're like E.T.? I don't know how we thought aliens are going to be bad. I think because they're unknown, right? You know, like... Yeah, but how pompous of us to think that everybody wants our shit. Probably aliens, if the spacecraft we've seen so far, they're better than us. So why do I they mean, assume... there's Toral. So I'm saying, like, where did this start that they're evil? That's the first thing. The second thing is, from what we know of their technology, they're far more advanced. It's probably what happened to the Aztecs. Well, we I think the Aztecs <laughs> died or the Egyptians died. Really, they went from this planet to another planet and now they're aliens. I watch a lot of Ancient Alien. Is that what Ancient Aliens proposes? That, like, the Mayans, as we know them, now live on another planet? They, like, ascended to another planet? Uh, there's some theories that maybe the Mayans were spacecrafted up, but then some of them died that didn't come. Also, I'm I'm speculating. Let's I just put it say, on the record. Should we just change our podcast to um, a conspiracy theory podcast? <laughs> it would probably do better. It probably would get more listeners. I think it would. Okay, next hot gas. Aliens. Done. Kardashians. Oh. Previously MIA for a few weeks. We have not seen a face on Kardashian current photo. They're always like, I don't follow them all, so I could be wrong, and please let me know if I am. But Chloe's not showing her face. I haven't seen Chloe or Kim yet. Kim had, did a whole makeup tutorial. Oh, I didn't see that. She did a whole makeup tutorial. She also did like some press. She also did one of those We're Here For You right. commercials. But so I feel like that was early on where her face was, was very still her face. early on, yes. But then we saw, we recently, no one noticed, right? We didn't notice that we weren't seeing the Kardashians. Then all of a sudden, see, by the way, this is a conspiracy theory. Yes. Then all of a sudden we see that picture of Kylie Jenner. Where she looks like a regular person. She looks like older. She's Her face has fallen. It's puffy. She's not wearing any makeup. She has no chin anymore. Mm-mm. There's like a lot of things that don't match up. And then all of a sudden, she posts a quote-unquote candid photo of her getting out of a car, full makeup, face is back to up. 
and right fall. after that picture too, it was almost like she was like, "Ooh, guys, my brand, my billions of dollars. I need a home." And visit. then, did you see the crossover one? I think I sent it to you. She was posting, lounging in her brand new. I'm not supposed to post this. It hasn't been released yet. Loungewear Skims. I didn't see that. You didn't send me that. Skims meaning Kim Kardashian's like yeah, shapewear line. line. Yes. So it's like loungewear from the shapewear line. And then what I did post to you after the first, I'm getting out of my car in midriff camo or whatever she was wearing. She posted a video where she spread her ass cheeks apart. <laughs> and she titled it Taco Tuesday, by the way. The, the caption was Taco Tuesday for the photo. All I'm saying is- It was her we- in her double pool, yep. full hair and makeup, bikini shot, spreading her ass cheeks. If there's one thing I'm doing in quarantine in my billion dollar beautiful home is going to the pool in full hair and makeup. And spreading my Ash cheeks. Listen, the spreading the ash cheeks seems like the most realistic part of all of this. Can't believe that fillers and Botox can make you look that different. They put filler everywhere. It makes me want to get it more. Yeah. I saw an Instagram video where they put fillers in the tip of some bitch's nose. And I was just like, what does this even do? Now I understand. It like somehow makes you go from old Kylie Jenner to <laughs> current Kylie Jenner. It makes me nervous that it has to be that addictive because we learned yes. what it looks like when it wears off. Yes. The yes. That one day you could look like one face, and another day you could look like a whole other face. This makes me why, scared. This is why I don't do it. Because it, you got to keep it up. Listen, I can barely keep up acrylic fingernails or gel nails. Oh, God, I don't no. have the money or the time to keep up gel nails. Nope. If you cannot keep up gel nails, you cannot keep up your filler face. No, I think you only go like talk. every six months. I don't think you're going every two weeks like you are for gel nails. Anyway, moving on. Gigi Hadid is reportedly pregnant. Pregnant. With Zayn Malik's child, I've never cared less about a celebrity pregnancy. And I will tell you, I think the real loser in all of this is Leah Michelle, who also announced her pregnancy either the same morning or like the day before and is now completely overshadowed in all things Leah Michelle. I've watched enough Glee. She is basically her character from Glee in my mind. This is what I know about Leah Michelle. I don't like her. She's gluten-free and she's vegan. And I know it because she tells everybody. Everybody. Right. (laughs) And she also just seems always like so out there with publicity. So to then have it overshadowed by Gigi Hadid, who isn't even confirmed. It's reportedly Her mom also confirmed it. Yolanda did? Oh. She confirmed. Also, I read that she is being quarantined in a farm that is predominantly growing lavender and crystals. Lavender and crystals. How do you grow crystals? I think it's like they have crystals and they're growing lavender. Hmm. So she seems in a good place for this pregnancy. Yes. I also noticed that Bella Hadid, we haven't seen a close-up on her face in quite some time either. Full disclosure, I don't understand the Hadids. There are two girls who got like a lot of plastic surgery and then are models. I don't think Gigi's had a lot. Well, Yolanda was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and that was what launched everything because Gigi started pursuing her modeling career when Yolanda was on it. And I just don't get the Hadids. And where's their money from? Yolanda was married to Muhammad Hadid. I don't know what the fuck he does, but I know he's wealthy. And then she married David Foster, who is now married to Catherine McPhee, who is as old as his daughters. And his daughters don't like her. I read a whole People magazine article. This is what Hot Goss is about. It's about reading articles on the toilet. This yeah, is what this That's whole... exactly what it's about. And I read that they were concerned because they just think she's after her money. The Gigi Hadid overshadowing Lee Michelle. It just, it's great. It's just so funny. Nothing could be more on brand for either of those parties involved. Yes. And, also, but... you seem full drunk and I seem sober, which is confusing. How me. do I seem drunk? I don't know. Okay, here's my last piece of news. Yes. Jimmy Fallon apparently had a shot with Kate Hudson when they were both filming Almost Famous. A he, shot with them? Yeah, like he had a shot. He could have had it. He could have had it. When they were doing what? Almost Famous. Oh, and what happened? Why so, are we just finding out about this now? Why is this relevant, Ashley? Tell me. On an episode of the show, like way back, he was playing some game with somebody and they were like, oh, Margot Robbie. They were like, who's a co-star you had a chance with once? What are you doing? I'm itching my boobs. <laughs> and he said Kate Hudson. And then he recently did like a quarantine episode with her. And she was like, you know, people sent me that episode you and I were such good friends and he's like she goes why didn't you ever try and make a move on me and he was like oh I don't know like I just I didn't think you'd go for it and she was like oh my god I definitely would have gone for it and they basically they basically I fucked over quarantine 
I mean, I think I would have made the move on Jimmy Fallon personally, but I'm not I mean, Kate Jimmy Hudson. Fallon back in the day. Jimmy Fallon now I'd make a move on if I weren't married. I love a funny guy. I do too. And he's very attractive on top of it. Although he's missing like part of a finger now. I know. From being drunk. Being, from, from being, being drunk. drunk. Yeah. Here's an awkward segue. If we keep my brother's awkward prank call in. Yeah. My brother has been officially accidentally identified as Jimmy Fallon. So huh. the New York Post posted a like celebrity paparazzi picture. But it was your brother? It was my brother and his girlfriend Tara. Huh. And it was like Jimmy Fallon out with a mysterious girl. When was this? This was uh, at a Bernie Sanders rally. Huh. In New York. City. So it was when he still lived here, which was like right before my daughter was born. So like three years ago. Wow. Well, it was whenever the election was with Hillary Clinton. Yeah. 2016. So it was at a rally. So it was pre-2016. I think it was a Clinton rally. Anyway, it was either Bernie Sanders or Clinton rally. My brother was out at a park at a rally holding his girlfriend's hand. I mean, because he's my brother, I don't think he looks like Jimmy Fallon. But he I does don't actually, see it. He really does look like Jimmy Fallon, like photograph. My brother is one of those very skinny people that in real life, you're like, he looks sickly and then he's photographed and he looks like a model you know like one of those yeah. people Michael that might be the nicest thing I've ever said about you <laughs> he gets mistaken for Jimmy Fallon a lot and this was like in the post huh. and a bunch of us wrote in and was like that wasn't Jimmy Fallon that's my brother Michael <laughs> that's Michael Sotero who are your top three celebrity crushes because we have to talk about crushes on a sleepover <sighs> well obviously we know my number one Adam Sandler forever and always is Adam Sandler even now I feel like our relationship has really evolved Evolved to a more platonic state. But I don't know. I can't not have him on the list. In a world where I'm not married and have a kid, if he like made a move on me, I I think I'd You'd have, have to go, to go with for it. it. Yeah. But I do think there's a part of me that like while being penetrated would be like, uh, <laughs> I like this better in my mind. Does that right. make sense? You know what? So many of my penetrations were so much better in my mind. <laughs> exactly. So exactly. what does that make it any different than real life? <laughs> exactly. He's literally my parents' age, so that feels icky to me. God, I always love Paul Walker. Would you have sex with the ghost No, of Paul not the, the ghost, sure. I thought you were going to say like his dead body, right? No, <laughs> the ghost, sure. And then like the third spot is, it's a, it's a revolving door, you know? Sometimes, yeah, sometimes Zac Efron's in there. Sometimes, um, let's see, who else do I love? Like current Coke's? Zach Efron or like any cook? Any Zach Efron. Any okay. Zach Efron. I mean, right now I'm having a real Stanley Tucci moment, which is like <sighs> the Tucci, the Tucci is loose. I, it's just the slacks, the belt, <laughs> and the like stem wear. And he like Oof. makes it. You know what? It officially, you're old when those are the things that you're listing. You're like, I have a favorite spatula. I do have a favorite spatula. <laughs> I'm also working on a sourdough starter. So that's why Stanley Tucci is sexy to you because otherwise, maybe not. What are you? three. Paul Rudd, number one. Oh yeah, for sure. That's a great one. What a babe. He ages very well. I want to fuck him in an uncomfortably dirty way, but then I also want to play board games with him and like walk around the park and make silly songs with mad yeah. babes. Like yeah. he, he covers all the bases. Yeah. Like, See, I don't think I have one that does all of the bases. Oh my God, Paul Rudd, forever and ever. And I liked him before he was even in Clueless. Like I liked him when he was a nobody knew him theater actor. Like, yeah. I love it. My love for him is evergreen. Uh, um, if I I could turn back time in a share way. Yeah. Al Pacino in the Serpico slash Dog Day Afternoon days. So gross to me. Oof. Love that. Oh, can I add Charlie Day? Yeah. Charlie Day. As they come to me, I'm just going to shout them out. That's what sleepovers are for. Okay, so if I could turn back time early peak Pacino. Okay, gross. But not to have as a boyfriend. Okay. I don't want to have breakfast with him in the morning. Okay. Because you know, there's a difference. Can I clarify that with Tucci, I don't actually want to have sex. I just want him to make me cocktails and like stuff in his brick oven. Make me feel like the most beautiful girl in the room while he has slacks on. He is going to stuff your brick oven. <sighs> um, Justin Theroux. Oh, God. You and Matt. Matt loves Justin Theroux. Not for a relationship, but I want him to be my, I'm drunk, it's 10 p.m. I mean... I'm going to call you. You're going to ride up on your motorcycle. Yeah, I'm going to. He's going to push your head up against the wall from behind, type of thing. You're going to leave dirt marks on my clean white sheets. Yeah. And then I'm going to dirty. Dirt marks from what? Him being a dirty motorcycle guy. Ew. Maybe I'll get a UTI like Ashley. Yeah, you'll probably get a UTI from Justin. And then we're going to dirty text all day. And then the next time I'm available, I'm going to booty call you again. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I see that. Paul Rudd is not a booty call. I'm going to invest. And it's also not like a dirty sex kind of thing. You know what? He is going to make me coffee in the morning. Yes. 
He's going to want to snuggle, which is great. Yeah, and he's going to want to meet my parents. Yeah, he's going to pet you on the head in a loving way. Yeah, Paul Rudd, Justin Theroux, and then lately, and this is a shocker. I can't believe I'm saying this. Uh Uh-oh. I never liked Brad Pitt. Never. No, lately he's doing it for me too. So weird, right? Never. When everyone else liked Brad Pitt, I was like, I don't get it. Same. I watched his, it was called IOU, and he was developing a house with the brothers, the property brothers, for someone who has influenced him. And let me just tell you, I hear he's a raging alcoholic. I hear he kind of smiles. No, he's a huge pothead. Whatever. On this IOU show, I was like, I love him. I never loved him before. All of a sudden, I have I'm having such a, a renaissance. Irrational dislike of the property brothers. Me too. And the fact that one of them is dating Zoe Deschanel, hot oh, ass. makes me dislike him even more because like she's on that list also. I really did not care for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I just thought it was like three hours of nothing and like, like good either. costumes. I was like, wow, this might be Brad Pitt's most attractive other than Meet Joe Black, which he was also beautiful in. But I can't believe I'm saying Brad Pitt. I know. Like that Me would neither. never be a thing. Oh, you know who else? Who? Christopher Waltz. Really? Isn't it Christoph Waltz? What else? The guy that played. Yeah, from Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, and I, he has that really weird accent. Do you want to know I like him? <laughs> Why? He looks so much like my ex-boyfriend, and I feel like Christoph Waltz feeds that same part of me, that ex-boyfriend. I dated, like, one weird actory guy once, and it was such a hot and cold two weeks. I know, I know, two weeks. Well, mine was six years, so. No, it was a hot and cold, because that was all I could take. I was so grossed out by the end of the two weeks. I was like, firstly, you are far too emotional for me. (laughs) I'm the crazy one here, and you need to know that, and I don't have room for anyone else's fucking crazy. Second of all, he like acted like such a girl when we broke up. I just, oh, he told me he loved me within like two days. Then he started telling me how like, just when I introduce you to everyone, everyone's going to say how weird it is, how much you look like my sister. I just want you to be prepared for that. And I was like, uh. <laughs> Don't leave uh, this is a good sleepover conversation. That was like something you should have never told me. Another one is Daniel Day-Lewis. I have the same feeling. Like Too much. I feel like he'd be so annoying. So annoying. So insufferable. He'd want you to call him by some other name, obviously. <sighs> he'd want to role play. This was sexy when we were role playing this, and now it's gone too far. He's a very handsome man, but it's too much. I also, you know who else? Kind of feel that way about like a Sasha Baron Cohen, who I just like the funniest guy. And actually very, very I handsome. Feel like He probably has a gigantic dick. Huge. Lots of body hair. He's funny at night with drinks. And then the next day he gets intense. Yeah, like too intense. He probably says he loves you within like two days or like spits on you and kicks you out the door. Sasha Baron Cohen went to clown college. And that is actually the truth. I just find him fascinating. Ashley, do you know who else went to clown college? You. Yep, me. What haven't you done, Carrie? Do you want to know something that I did not go to college for? Anything that actual people are supposed to go to college for. Math. Nope. You know what jobs I've never actually had? <laughs> real corporate ones. <laughs> I graduated from a real college with a very good grade point average. But you want to know what I didn't do? Any actual college courses. Period dance from the early 1800s. Um, <laughs> voice, clown, learn how to do accents, learn the difference between a pratfall and a spit take. And then like full pantomime. Anyway... Ashley, there is nobody I'd rather be sleepover quarantined with than you. Me too. Me too. Too bad it's not an actual sleepover because I could keep these conversations going all night, but I do have a child I have to go tell. I know, but I feel like for real, we should do this in real life when this is all over. Let's do hashtag swag bag real quick. Hashtag swag bag. My hashtag swag bag pick this week is the Real Housewives of Dallas. Oh, I'm see, I was not even interested until you said. I wasn't either. I had heard a lot of mixed things about it, but I was like, this is not a group I care to know about in any way. I, I don't see how I would find them interesting. I just want to tell you, in this dark time of our lives, I have really been turning to Bravo, and of all the things I have been binging, I think Housewives of Dallas might be the most exciting. Really? Yes. Four seasons. I've done it in a week. There are characters you are going to hate. It is so great. Um, But Housewives of Dallas, for sure. Okay, so I'm going to hashtag swag bag something that Erica from Good Moms Bad Choices, it's a brand that they recommended, which is Cantu. Oh, the hair stuff. Yes. So I bought their foaming mousse 
and it has saved my quarantine hair. I was not trying to grow my shit out, but evidently I have to grow my shit out because a short haircut needs lots of maintenance. Ashley always makes fun of me for how many haircuts I get, but short hair needs a lot of haircuts. Also, how many times we've had this conversation about how I've many haircuts like you have? I've missed like seven haircuts already. And so my hair is like really tricky. I gave myself a quarantine haircut that was not bad. It was good. I guess I'm growing out my hair on accident. And so the products that I have are currently not working. And I decided after that Good Moms, Bad Choices episode to try some Cantu products. And that foaming mousse is so very light. You can layer it. Definitely for curly hair, it needs a finishing product because it needs a little bit more. But what I like about it is it doesn't weigh down the hair. So it doesn't make it crunchy in any way. Their foaming mousse, the Cantu foaming mousse, I will tag it from Amazon so you guys can see what I'm talking about. I hope we've inspired you to have a sleepover of your own. We love you. See you on the other side. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at momtouragepod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at momtouragepodcast to hang out with us all week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you, and go slay. Mom Taraj is written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at mamadramaband or mamadramaband.com. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.